Hello everybody and welcome back to Expression FM Sport. My name is Michael Sklover and this Friday afternoon I'll be joined by Tom Pichillo here at St. James Park. The Grecians take on a newly crowned Papa John's champion, Bolton Wanderers. Exeter City coming to today in excellent form having passed the 50 point barrier. The Grecians have now almost certainly cemented their place in League One for next year's campaign. For Gary Caldwell's men, the dreaded streak with no home wins in three months early in the season now seems like a terrible dream. With four consecutive victories at St. James Park, including the latest 5-0 demolition of Accrington Stanley and a surprising 3-1 win over a flying Barnsley team, the Grecians look unstoppable at home. Alternatively, the away record has also improved. Since we last brought you coverage of Exeter City's victory over Barnsley, the Grecians completed a trip to Lancashire to face Fleetwood Town, a team Exeter previously defeated in October. This time, however, Exeter almost lost as Gary Colwell's men had to come from behind twice. Jack Marriott managed to put the Cod Army into the lead on both occasions. However, the Grecians did respond, firstly through Kevin McDonnell and later through Pierce Sweeney. The goal from the unlikely hero came late in the game to break Fleetwood's hearts and salvaged an important draw away that kept Exeter City in a decent 11th position. On the contrary, the second half caused severe distress among the fans as Jay Stansfield was stretched off. Fortunately, Stano escaped a serious injury and will likely be available for selection before the end of the season. He will not, however, feature today. For Gary Caldwell's team, the tough streak of games against teams from promotion positions begins this afternoon. Today's opponents, Bolton Wanderers, come off the back of a 4-0 Wembley victory against league leaders Plymouth Argyle, although celebrations have certainly ended in preparation for today. In the league, however, the Trotters have recently not been great. Currently level on points with Peterborough and Derby County, the visitors are by no means guaranteed promotion, with Portsmouth and Wickham just two points away as well. The Trotters have not been victorious in the league since late February and will be looking to rediscover their form and stabilise league position. Dion Charles is certainly a player to watch for the visitors with 14 goals for Bolton this season. However, Gary Caldwell's team will be looking to hit the ground running early on in this game to try and upset another favourite at home. And today, it's great to be joined by Tom Pachillo. Tom, a good Friday and it should be a really good game. Yeah, absolutely, Michael. Really looking forward to this one. Exeter City back at home and it's where they love to be. Four wins on the bounce here at St. James Park. They just love playing at home. And I know you've mentioned it a couple of times on the Grecian cast, Michael, but St. James Park really can be a fortress and it is at the moment. Eight goals in their last two home games, which is quite incredible when you consider the run that they went without a home win. Following that Peterborough game, Gary Coldwell's first home league game in charge and ended up eventually winning uh, against Cambridge but I mean what a run it's been in, in recent weeks as for Bolton they come on the back of a, a really good Papa John's Trophy win of course over our near rivals uh, Plymouth Argyle 4-0 in the Papa John's Trophy final so they'll be excited and ready to go uh, and continue that run of form uh, in this one against uh, well just up the road from, from Argyle here in Exeter uh, but then also Bolton without a, a league win in, in four games not one uh, in the league since February so it's really crucial in their promotion push and of course cementing our position in mid-table Another sellout as well at St James Park something we saw last season during this time of the year when the Grecians pushed for promotion from League 2 and once again it's good to see SJP packed and next to us as well the away end really heavily attended by the away fans from Bolton. 
it should be a really good game. Yeah, absolutely. Bolton, I know they were stuck on the M5 for a little bit, up by Bristol, but they're in fine voice. You can hear them at the moment. Fantastic effort from Bolton, travelling all the distance, the way down. Even earlier, they were singing, Argyle get battered everywhere they go. So I think they've managed to judge the, the mood of the extra fans quite well as well. Team news then, and Gary Caldwell has gone for a 3 4 1 2 formation. A lot of changes, really. Well, two in the starting 11, and also a couple of changes on the bench. But for the starting 11, in goal, it's Jamal Blackman. A back three of Alex Hartridge, Pierce Sweeney, and captain Will Ameson. At wing-back positions, it's Jack Sparks coming in to replace Dimitri Mitchell, who is out with an injury, and also Josh Key. A midfield of Kevin McDonald, Harry Kite, and Archie Collins just in front of them. And the pairing up front today is Sam Nombe and James Scott. No Jay Stansfield, of course, who will be missed. And let's hope he'll be back later in the season. On the bench for the Grecians, Harry Lee, Jacob Priest, Rakeem Harper, Sonny Cox, who is recalled from his loan to come straight into the squad. Josh Corley, Jonathan Grant, and also Pedro Borgs. Walter Runderers and Ian Evert have gone for a 3-4-1-2 formation as well, and one that mirrors Exeter City. In goal is James Trafford, a back three of Geffen Jones, Luke Mbete, and George Johnston. Two changes in the back line compared to their last game. A midfield of Declan John, Aaron Morley, Carl Dempsey, Josh Sheenan, and also Connor Bradley. And a front two of Dion Charles and Ellis Kachuga, who's also yet to score in the league this season. On the bench for Bolton Wanderers, it's MJ Williams, Dan Lundulu, Shola Shoratira, Kieran Lee, George Thomason, Randall Williams, who returns to St. James Park, and also Victor Adeboyeo, who makes his way back into the squad. Some very familiar names, Tom, for the Bolton Wanderers team, but also a lot of changes for Exeter City. Yeah, for sure, and, and changes that Exeter City and Gary Caldwell probably didn't want to, to make with kegs and Dimitri Mitchell, Jay Stansfield, of course, missing out and a capable replacements, it must be said. James Scott, who, of course, got his first goal for Exeter City here at St. James Park against Accrington. So hopefully it's still a strong squad and, and perhaps they'll be able to, to make an impact today. Absolutely. The referee for today is Craig Hicks, assisted by Richard Morris and Samuel Ogles. The fourth official is James Valance. Almost set here at St. James Park. We're about to get underway. Here come the teams. Exeter City will be playing in their red and white home kit with Bolton Wanderers playing in their blue kit. Once again, players take the knee, showing that there'll be no room for racism in football or in society. And away we go. Craig Hicks blows his whistle and we're underway in the first half. Bolton Runderers will be kicking towards the big bank with Exeter City. They'll be kicking towards the St. James Road away end. It's with James Scott now to McDonald. McDonald with a free ball to Archie Collins. Flag stays down. It's a cross goal. But cleared away by Bolton. Good opportunity for the Grecians as it goes out for a play. I thought from a Bolton player but referee points the other way it's going to be a Bolton throw in what an opportunity Tom 
Yeah, absolutely. Really good opportunity down that left-hand side. Jack Sparks did brilliantly. Got a ball into the middle. Nombe couldn't quite tap it home. It was well defended by Bolton. Of course, missing Ricardo Santos in that back line for, for Bolton because he got injured whilst walking up the stairs at Wembley Stadium. So they've had to chop and change that back line a little bit. Let's see how they got on in these early minutes. Jack Sparks and Josh Gear to left-footed in swinging from Sparks into the box. And a free header by Alex Hartridge. But it goes wide. I'm not sure Chase Trafford could have kept that out had it stayed in. But a header goes wide and Bolton now on the counter-attack. It's with Connor Bradley. Bradley slows the play down. What a chance on once again. Bolton had the ball, but Exeter have got the chances. Yeah, it was a golden chance, wasn't it, for Alex Hartridge. He's only ever scored one goal for Exeter City before. And that was way back in, I think, 2018 against Fylde. So... Not for quite some time as uh, Alex Hartridge managed to get a goal in red and white. Very uh, Game very, very close there, though. Blackman forward to Scott. Scott loses out, but the ball stays with the Grecians. McDonald reverses the play to Archie Collins. Collins looking for the wide option. Offloads to Joshki. Key stays onside. Ball into the middle. It's a great ball towards Kite. Kite with a header back to Jack Sparks. An appeal for a penalty, but Grecians stay in possession. Sparks into the box, looking for the option. And still not clear, but Archie Collins fails to convert the chance. It goes wide. The Grecians with a third shot of the game. It was an extended attack, a ball initially to uh, Joshki, who got the ball into the middle, and the peel for a penalty may be. It came back to Jack Sparks, and they both floated into the area for the fullback. Collins misses. Yeah, really good work for, from Jack Sparks. What a start to the game he's had. Of course, replacing Demi Mitchell. And to be honest, he's, he's arguably doing a, a better job than, than Demi Mitchell ever could. He's having an absolute blinder here in the early minutes. Here is Jack Sparks. Fantastic ball put in. Couldn't quite be met by Archie Collins. I thought he might have just got on the end of that one and volleyed it home, but wasn't to be. Still, an excellent start from Exeter City and Jack Sparks in particular. Wide to Jones. Still with the ball, Jones. Looking for that cross-ball opportunity. It goes into the middle. But Key is there once again. And still the Grecians fail to regain possession. Bolton have had the ball for about five, six minutes now. Now with Morley once more. Forward and a big empty channel for Bolton. Now Bradley wide to John. Going to the middle by Gethin Jones. But Jamal Blackman is there. His first real involvement of this game. And he dealt well with it. Yeah, still Bolton without a shot, but it's certain. To, well, you can safely say that they've been the better side over the last 10 minutes. 64% possession, so really in control of the ball at the moment. And, and that, I think that's that's seen on the pitch as well. I mean, at the moment, Bolton look the more likely to score, but Exeter, of course, can get a goal out of nowhere. So we'll have to wait and see how this one comes to comes to fruition. Through the middle, good first ball in search of Sheehan. Sheehan advancing. He's got McDonald in front of him, but finds the channel. It's a great ball to find Bradley. Bradley getting one one with Blackman. Shot towards goal. And in from Connor Bradley. And Bolton Wanderers go in front. Perhaps they deserved it in front of the big bank. And we can see the away and rise on the left of us. And Bolton Wanderers won. Exeter City nil. Oh, I just split the defence, didn't they, Bolton Wanderers? A fantastic goal, it must be said. Their first shot on target, the first shot in general, and they've managed to convert it. A really good goal for Bolton, and well, is it deserved? I'm not so sure, but it was certainly a well-worked goal. The original pass from the goalkeeper played the ball through the strikers, and then the second went straight through the midfield and the defence, and that was really weak down the centre for Exeter City. Much to do. Flair's been led off in the away end. Not sure what that's about. It's only 1-0 against Exeter City, boys, but come on. 
yeah, the Grecians 1-0 down, they've got a lot of work to do. Slightly unexpected, even in that attack. We all expected maybe a ball wide, but it was a channeling ball through the defence to find Dempsey and Exeter have been quite compact at the back, allowed Bolton to use that channel. And Dempsey one-on-one -on -one with Blackman, well, all he could do is score there, Tom. Yeah, well, exactly that. And, uh, well, Exeter will be really disappointed with how easily they were broken down there. But we, as we've mentioned a few times this year already, there are gaps between those, those three centre-back positions. And that does tend to be where... Uh, sides exploit we saw it earlier this season with Peterborough for example when Johnson Clark Harris scored against Exeter and Dion Charles actually um, well earlier this season against Bolton in the reverse fixture against Bolton so I mean these are things that we've seen throughout the season and need tightening up Exeter City nil. Bolton Wanderers won 28 minutes played and Bolton may be slightly against the run of play with their first shot on target take the lead in front of the big bank Jamal Blackman forward in search of Nombi and Scott. Nombi loses out once again, now with Hartridge. Good first touch, looking for Nombi and Scott. Finds Scott in the box. Scott lays it back to Hartridge, attempting that ball into the middle, but the crossbow blocked by the goal scorer, corner Bradley, who drops deep to defend. Now a corner. The Grecians have a shot, haven't had a shot on target since the 11th minute. And now Key making his way towards the corner flag finally an opportunity to maybe pull one back yeah let, well let's hope so I mean Exeter City yeah you mentioned I haven't had a shot in what 25 minutes now which is, is quite some time really so uh, yeah a good chance to, to get something uh, on the sheet uh, on the score sheet now Josh Key with this corner McDonald stays outside of the 18 yard box so to Sparks ball into the middle from Kids headed in and it's in I'm not sure got the final touch but the ball crosses the line and Exeter draw level in front of the away fans. Um, goodness knows what's happened there. I mean, to be honest, I wasn't even sure if it was going to be given as a goal. But what a, what a corner kick it was. And somehow it's made its way into the back of the net. Unbelievable goal. Um, I think it's been ruled off, actually. It's been ruled out, and I don't know why. Big reaction for the big bank. Exeter using the corner well, but the score stays at 1-0 to Bolton. Yeah, but exactly that. And, uh, well, there's not really much more, more to say, is there? I mean, it looked like there, there could have been a foul in there. To be honest, it was all a bit of a blur. I'm not even sure what happened there, but score remains. Exeter City nil, bottom one. Now McDonald to Sweeney and space to run into. Ball into the middle towards Nombe. Comes towards Jack Sparks. But Morley is there first, and it goes out forward. It serves of Kachuka. Kachuka with a challenge. Ball stays with Bolton and a chance to make it two. But Blackman is there ahead of Dion Charles to prevent the goal. It was a good ball forward from Elias Kachunga to find a striker. But Blackman reacts in time. Yeah, Charles was running. He was sprinting. He was trying to get there as fast as possible. But it wasn't quite to be for Charles. Jamal Blackman came out of his six-yard box very swiftly and managed to smother over that ball. Good work from Jamal Blackman. Bolton very nearly had a second there. Exeter players a little bit out of position and it finds Jack Sparks now with McDonald looking for Pierce Sweeney with a crossing opportunity. Ball into the middle towards Nombe, headed towards going off the bar and still not clear before eventually George Johnston is there ahead of James Scott to clear it away. But what an opportunity once more. Ball into the middle from Pierce Sweeney and Nombe with the header off the bar and out. Yeah, what a chance again for Exeter City. Probably their best chance of the game, that one. 
Sweeney's cross ball into the middle, met by Sam Nombe, who headed, smashed the crossbar. You really did think that the follow-up from James Scott was going to find the back of the net, but it just wasn't to be for the well, both Exeter City strikers there. Scott, who's only scored one goal for Exeter City and very nearly doubled up there, but yeah, still no one. Now McDonald under pressure with a last-minute tackle. Now a chance for Bolton to make it two. But Jamal Blackman is there to deny Dion Charles. Exeter have been risky at the back. And it has cost them now. McDonald losing out. Ball now with James Scott. Bolton nearly making it 2-0. But Jamal Blackman is there to rescue the Grecians. A real let off there for Exeter City. A bit of a mix up at the back. And Dion Charles really should have scored when he had a go with his left foot. It was well saved from Jamal Blackman. Who's kept Exeter into this, in this game. But uh, yeah, real big let off for the Grecians. And a goal kick now once again, and I think this could be it in the first half for both teams. Trafford kicks it forward, and Craig Cakes blows his whistle, and the first half is concluded. At the break, it's Exeter City nil, Bolton Wanderers won, but certainly a score that I think Exeter have not deserved to come away with. Plenty of opportunities for the Grecians to try and level the game up. The goal, of course, coming through Connor Bradley, he got one-on-one -on -one with Jamal Blackman and beat the keeper. But certainly there is a way back for the Grecians in this game. Yeah, Gary Colwell running down the tunnel because he's clearly got a few words that he wants to say to his Exeter City players. To be honest, I mean, it's a disappointing first half, but actually I didn't think that Exeter were too bad. Yes, maybe outnumbered in terms of possession, but in terms of the chances, Exeter have had a, a couple of really good ones there, particularly that Sam Nombe header that smashed against the, the woodwork. And of course, uh, a couple of other chances for other, that first half as well. Jack Sparks creating quite a few for Exeter City. Bolton, of course, only scored with uh, that one uh, shot on target and it was a good finish, it must be said, after a fantastic ball through from Josh Sheehan. It found Connor Bradley, who slotted between Jamal Blackman's legs. But I think Exeter have still got a way to go in this one. I think there's definitely a way back for the Grecians. We'll have to see what Gary Cobble says to them at half-time. We complimented Jack Sparks a lot in this half, but also Pierce Sweeney, I think. Choski have had a good game at right-back. And the crosses that Exeter constantly provide into the 18-yard box, Bolton struggled to clear them. And the most threat has come from those, both from open play and set pieces. This is the way to go in the second half. Tom, of course, there are changes that could be made too, but it seems like this is working for the Grecians. Yeah, I'd say so. I, I don't think you need to change too much, really, uh, in terms of what Gary Colwell is going gonna, is gonna to do to the side. I, I don't expect any personnel change uh, at the half. We, I might be wrong. We've seen it before, but I think overall, Gary will be saying, you know, we, we can win this one. Play, more of the same, just a little bit tighter in terms of defending those set pieces, defending those balls through the middle tighten up at the back I think and I think that Exeter have got a real chance of coming away from this one with at least a point Exeter City nil, Bolton Runders 1 see you all soon and the teams are back at St James Park and a half time substitution for the visitors and guess who it is Tom it's Randall Williams coming on a bit surprising to us here at in the press box yeah absolutely a familiar name to, to all Exeter City fans Randall Williams he's come on for for Bolton Wanderers to play that left wing back role and yeah 76 appearances for Exeter City in the league nine league goals two of them against Argyle he of course lost the league two playoff final against Northampton back when Matt Taylor was in charge um, and since then he went to Hull he didn't necessarily work out for him at Hull he's now at Bolton they signed him in January and now although he missed the, the game at Wembley uh, last 
weekend against Argyle in the Papa John's Trophy final. He's come down to St James Park to play against his former club. Let's have a, uh, let's have a look how, how he gets on. Now Hartridge looking for Ameson. Wide option with Sweeney available. Now Nombe making the run instead. Obstojoski and Raldin Williams going very high. And Key advances through the middle. Still with the ball to Sam Nombe. Crossing opportunity. Ball into the middle. It's low. Still with Nombe. Back into play. And a keeper applies the fingertips. Trafford is there and it's going to be a goal kick. An early threat created. For where Raldin Williams is supposed to be. I thought he was very high up. And Key making that run. Comes back to Nombe. First attempt. Comes back. And Nombi then with a shot out for a corner. Yeah, not known for his uh, defensive ability, Randall Williams, more of an attacking talent. And I think it showed there. It probably could have marked a bit, a little bit tighter to a couple of extra City players there. But City get a corner kick. In it goes into the middle. A free header by I think it was Will Ameson. And another corner. No, a throw in for Bolton Wanderers. Good delivery from Jack Sparks who got criticised a little bit for that goal, but attacking-wise, he has certainly been incredible. And now a good ball, but just missed by Ameson. Yeah, just about missed by, by Will Ameson. Again, leaped higher than, than any Bolton defender. And I think that that really was the tail of the tape in the first half as well. City so dominant in the air. And I think the more corners, the more crosses that get put high in the air for Exeter to attack, the better. James Scott's good at that. Will Ameson, I mean, even Alex Hartridge, yes, he hasn't scored a header, but he certainly knows how to, how to get on the end of one. So, yeah, I think Exeter have got to kick the ball in the air and try and nod one into the back of the net. Back to Sweeney. Looking for that crossing opportunity once again. Ball goes into the middle. Doesn't beat the first man, but it's back with Sweeney. And now with Joski shooting opportunity. Back to McDonald. Ball stays in play. Now wide towards Harry Kite. Kite is there. Good tackle once again. Exeter really trying to win it back. Still with Kite. Shot towards goal. And just over the bar. Appealing to the referee. Well, I think it was a handball, maybe a foul. No reaction. It's going to be a goal kick. Bolton haven't really crossed the halfway line in the second half so far. Yeah, extra started the better of the two teams in the second half. It's got to be sad. I thought Josh Key might have moved that chance into a shooting one, but he didn't go for that shot. Instead, laid off for McDonald. He put a good ball into the middle. It couldn't quite be met by an extra City player. But I think at the moment, extra in terms of the, the crossing of the ball, is looking good in the second half. And the aerial dominance uh, may will prove dividends uh, later in the second half. 15 minutes into the second half and well possession wise it's been a complete turnaround as from what happened in the first half 80% of possession in favour of Exeter City at the moment Bolton really are on the edge at the moment and I think Exeter City surely will take advantage soon here's a counter attack Bolton really on the ropes in front of the big bang it's with Joski once again on his right foot Looking to offload to Pierce Sweeney. Instead, opts for the cross into the middle. It goes towards Trafford with a challenge from Scott coming in. But Trafford is there. A second half that does not mirror the first at all. And now another opportunity. And once again, coming through that right-hand side. Yeah, absolutely. I think Exeter have just got to continue with this momentum. Bolton fans are clearly trying to put some energy into their side because at the moment, it's all Exeter City. It's still 1-0 to Bolton. But I think Exeter are surely going to create more chances and maybe they'll tuck one away. Betty into the middle to Kachunga, intercepted by Ameson. Good work from the skipper. Now McDonald towards Scott. 
back to McDonnell and a good one too. Archie Collins making that run through the left-hand side. Three options in the middle. One of them is Scott. Also non being there are two. But Archie Collins outnumbered by the Bolton defenders. And it's good away by the visitors. Good bit of work for that left-hand side. The threat's still not clear. It's got to come now, Tom. Yeah, it really does have to come now. I think at the moment, Exeter are by far on top. But as you can hear, the Bolton fans really are trying to G up their side because they know how important a result here at St. James Park would be in the context of their season. Exeter still trying to get that goal, though. They can get one now. Jack Sparks advancing through the middle. Beautiful bit of skill. Left-footed shot towards the bottom corner. James Trafford dives down and collects it early. Good bit of skill from Sparks to find the opportunity to extract the shot, but not enough power to take it past the keeper. It crumbled where it, that really mattered there, Jack Sparks. And Well, I mean, he did everything right in the build-up, but the shot away, if you had a bit of power on it, maybe it would have beaten the England under-21 under goalkeeper, James Trafford. But, yeah, I, I think still more work to do in this second half if they want to get a goal. Jack Sparks left-footed into the middle, and Trafford is there once again. And now a counter-attacking opportunity again for Bolton. Extra really outnumbered at the moment. McDonald rushing back. Ameson too. Good bit of skill. And Bolton might get a counter-attacking opportunity. It's played wide towards Randall Williams. It's a cross goal. And a last-minute tackle by Harry Kite, who blocks the shot, denying Randall Williams of a goal at the St. James Park. You call it a tackle, it was more than that, Michael. He threw himself at that ball, did uh, Harry Kite. Randall Williams very nearly with a goal against his former club. A brilliant shot, it must be said. It was drilling into the, the side netting, but Harry Kite threw himself in front of it. What a bit of defending that was. It's going to be a throw-in, though, just next to the corner flag. And Pierce Sweeney, once again, aims in support as well, comes towards the captain. It's back with Pierce Sweeney, and once again... Here we go with a cross, but it's cleared away. X still attacking through the right-hand side. Every attack almost mirrors the previous one. Yeah, absolutely, at the moment. And, uh, yeah, Exeter are really going to want to you know, stab it here. And now a chance for Sweeney to get the ball in. On the edge of the box is Sweeney! <laughs> Just let you get on with it, Tom, really. It felt like this could come now. And Sweeney, with a shot, almost a volley... A cross goal, a shot, a pass, could have been anything really, but no one getting that final clinical touch on the goal line. I think a Bolton player did take a deflection though, and it will be another corner kick through Josh Key. Key left arm goes up, right footed into the middle. It's a great cross from Key, but a Bolton player is there first. Random Williams struggles to defend it's with McDonald now towards Pierce Sweeney. Here we go again, right footed into the middle from Sweeney towards the far post. Non-bait climbing, ball stays in play, it's still not clear from Bolton. Now Archie Collins, two Jack Sparks, left-footed back into the middle, towards Joshke, towards goal, and Trafford is there. A number of crosses, and neither finding the shot. I hate to repeat it, Tom, but another opportunity wasted. Oh, what more can they do? What more can they do? It's just clinicality at the moment. Exeter City not just not putting away their chances, so many created from the wings. Even Pierce Sweeney chipping in with a few excellent crosses. But uh, not quite from the Grecians. Will they get a goal in this game? They'll be really disappointed if they don't. And now Sonny Cox in possession. To Jack Sparks looking for the option in the middle. Offloads to Alex Hartridge instead. Sparks brought down. Referee stays quiet. 
It's back with Jamal Blackman. Sweeney offering the wide option. It comes towards him. Looking for Josh Key, who doesn't even drop back, just waiting for the overlap. But it comes to Nombe instead. Collins is in support, comes wide towards Jack Sparks. Low cross into the middle towards Nombe. Nombe brought down. Trafford was there in the mix. Contact was made. Nombe still remains on the ground. The big bank is furious. Yeah, I think that might have been a penalty. You know, at least it was a strong claim. Nombe taken down by James Trafford there. Booze ringing around St. James Park because they think that that was a, a penalty kick. It wasn't given by the referee. So uh, at the moment, still Exeter City nil, Bolton won, but City keep knocking, knocking at the door. And Bolton win it back and now counter-attack Random Williams. This is what he likes to see. Left wing, completely empty for the winger. And Random Williams goes past Sam Nombe. And Random Williams with a crossing opportunity towards the edge of the box, cuts back inside. And the shot coming in from George Thomason, left-footed towards that bottom corner, but just wide of the left-hand side of the post. Javon Blackman was worried, but wasn't needed to react. Stays at 1-0. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant link-up play between Randall Williams and Thomason there. It was Thomason's shot. Couldn't quite divert it on target. Now Key. Key receives to McDonald. McDonald brought down and a free kick given. Far from goal, but an opportunity to deliver into the box. Ameson grabs the ball. Exeter need this delivery. And Jamal Blackman across the park he goes. This is the last chance, Tom. Yeah, last chance saloon here for Exeter City. Jamal Blackman has made the executive decision. Didn't even bother asking Gary Colwell. He's gone up for this last free kick of the game and it's going to be Kevin McDonald who takes it. Not much to lose for Exeter, but certainly a lot to lose for Bolton. Ball comes in from McDonald towards the edge of the box. May come now. Fire towards goal by Pedro Borges. And the roof, if there were one, would have been completely off now on the left-hand side of the press box as the referee blows the full-time whistle and joy in the away and despair at the big bank. Exeter City nil, Bolton Wanderers won. That shot from Pedro Borges was the last action of the game and James Trafford caught the ball to end this fixture. What a chance that was right in the death. A free kick launched into the middle from Kevin McDonald. He thought for a moment Jamal Blackman might be the man who gets on the end of it. In the end, it was Pedro Borges who had his shot. Just not enough direction, not enough power on it. It couldn't trouble James Trafford who claimed it very easily. And with that, the full-time whistle was blown. But what a game, Michael. What a game. I know there was only one goal in it, but it was end-to-end, action-packed from start to finish. And quite frankly, I think Exeter City gave a really good account of themselves today. Bolton, excellent, of course. And, I mean, they wouldn't have been able to do it if they weren't. But Exeter, they were so hard to break down. They put so many good chances into the middle. So many good chances had a goal. But none of them came to fruition. It's Exeter who come away without a goal. And they'll be disappointed with that. They've scored in each of their last seven games here. Well, in all, home and away. And it's going to be a disappointing one, this one. But well done to, to Exeter City and even, even more so to Bolton Wanderers. Bolton builds up on that momentum from the Papa John's final and more importantly ends the bad run of form in League One as they look to strengthen that position on the players. As for Exeter City, 
Well, it could have been five home wins in a row. It wasn't to be. Exeter's home run ends here against Bolton Runderers as they look for what is coming next week. Yeah, absolutely. And, well, I mean, what a game that's coming up next week. Of course, the Devon Derby. And, uh, well, I mean, I think everyone's looking forward to that one. But before that, we've got to get through Peterborough United on Monday. And uh, that will certainly be a tough one against a, a, a side that is, is also battling up towards those playoff places. Well done to Bolton today. We're off to provide a bit of a debrief on the Grecian cast, Michael. But I think Exeter can be proud of themselves today. No point, but a tremendous amount of effort and passion shown. And, uh, well, what more to say? I agree, Tom. Thank you, though, very much all for joining us this afternoon. As you said, Tom, we'll be back at St James Park next Saturday for the Devon Derby at 12pm. But that's all we have time for you this afternoon. Thank you all very much for joining us. And stay tuned at Expression FM. See you all soon and have a good day.